Hello, Haley J. Rigsby. Hello, Kippy. Hey, I'm your host, K. Wood, a genius, and that is my co-host, Haley, the genius yeah. stands for excellence, Rigsby, the queen yeah. of improv. Hello, everyone. Here I am. This is That's a Hit. That's a hit. We are back, and we are better than ever. Maybe just somewhat fine. I think I think we're back, and we're bossed up. We're bossed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, are, is this is this a is that a quote pertaining to our person that we're doing today? No, I don't. I mean, maybe she definitely has a lot of money. Mm. She is definitely a bossed up character, we will say, in the yes. music industry. Uh-huh. She but has a lot gonna, of influence. But we're going to start before she was bossed up, though. Oh, yeah. This is way before she was bossed up. This is, you know, this is early, early days. The <sighs> earliest day, one might say. The, is the earliest day. We're doing Taylor Swift, Tim McGraw today. Whoa! This is our this is our second country song. This will be our second, yes, our second country song. Jason Aldean, uh, "Crazy Town" being the first. Okay. Which our country that one didn't really get too many hits, so we're gonna see if this one hits a little bit better. Um, if it if it hits, we're gonna have a lot of uh, little. Swifties on our hands here. Yeah, we're well, gonna have some Swifties on hand, but the Beehive didn't really attack us, so no, no. Well, I think even thank- the Beehive knows that ego is kind of not good. <laughs> well, again, thank you to everybody for listening to our last episode of Beyonce's Ego. Uh, it's a pretty decent amount listened to that episode. Nice. I would say one of our higher listen to episodes. Sweet. Even though Kobe's, when we said that we wanted some more listens to Kobe, it got lot, it got some more listens to it. You know what? It's it's a great episode. And you know what? I think it needs to be. I think it needs to be uh the one of the biggest listen to episodes. But you know, we'll see. Oh yeah, because I mean, here's the deal. It. <laughs> Well, I'm just all I'm saying is this: I'm really glad that that girl's uh, girls' lawyers not come across that song. Which one? Um, that the girl that oh Tyra Banks. Uh, no, no, not Tyra Banks. Um, I'm talking about the girl that accused him of rape. Oh, oh, Colorado girl. Colorado Girl. We're just gonna call Colorado Girl as if it was a John Denver song. Yeah, that does sound like a John Denver song. Oh, actually, Jim Morrison's song since he said "L.A. Women." He he just did another another song called Colorado Girl. That's if Jim Morrison would be like still alive today. Oh, he'd be doing a song called Colorado Girl now. I think we both know that Jim Morrison, if he were still alive today, he would he would. Not doing music. Oh my God, Jim Moore! I, I, some people 
musicians, uh, I know a lot of people say that musicians don't age well. And Jim Morrison probably would have been like one of the prime examples of musicians that did not age well. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to say to thank you, but God, it's it, it's probably for the better of his music career. Well, I mean, no one had to see him like sell out. Yeah, he would a hundred percent sold out. Oh, for sure. I, I mean, we kind of differ on this because you you love him. I think he is just a, a, a total, total douche. Yeah, and you know, we know we're going to one day do some good old doors on here. Oh, yeah. We, we should bring it up soon. We should bring it up soon. Maybe I'll do the next few episodes. Can one we do can if we if we do the doors, can we do the the ones the song that is based off of a Brecht song off of what it's if we don't go to the I know you're talking about the whiskey bar the whiskey bar yes I know you're talking about Alabama song Uh uh-huh yeah Alabama song next whiskey bar I need to listen to some doors maybe I'll add it to my back patty playlist later on tonight maybe that's a good plan Get some doors on here as I sit by my fire. Well, before we get to the doors or any other song for that matter, mm-hmm. we it's, I think we have uh, I think we have a song to cover today. We do have a song to cover today. Thank you for putting me back on track. You're welcome. It, it's Taylor Swift's Tim, Tim McGraw. McGraw. <sighs> so, ready to get into it? I'm ready. Don't we need to do some house cleaning first? Okay, house cleaning. Um, that's a hit. We do have an Instagram, people. That's a hit if you do want to follow our Instagram. Also, we also have a email address if you do want to send us some emails for songs we should be doing on the podcast. Give send us at that's a hit twenty twenty at yahoo dot com. Don't we have uh, a Twitter too? We do have a Twitter with that's a hit on Twitter. That's is that's underscore a hit on Twitter and Instagram. Whoop whoop. But no underscores for the email. Yeah. So with that said, Haley. Yeah. Are you ready to get into this thing? Also oh yeah, rate and review the podcast. Mm-hmm. We do want to see the office ladies. We don't want to see him for other podcast, dude. Where's my killer? So come on, try to have this podcast get more comments and rates. Come on, Please. we want to see the office ladies for this podcast, not a true crime one. We can do a that's a hit for um, Jan's assistant song. Oh, that would be good. That would be good. What? Why don't we just do all, that's a hit for the office main hit song, theme song? But, but the the other song's funnier. Why don't we do that's a hit for? How about I top this? That's a hit for the Electric City. Okay, okay, we can do that. Oh yeah, I knew he's gonna say. He's gonna agree on that one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, with that said, let's dig into some Taylor Swift here. Whoop, whoop. 
All right, so we're going with Taylor Swift, Tim McGraw. Now, Haley. Yeah. Before I even blast you with some information about this. Yeah. How do you feel about this song? Have you listened to the song recently? Um, yes. And I'll tell you what. Um, this is one of my favorite Taylor Swift songs, to be honest with you. I knew you was going to say it. Because, I, th- I mean, I think it's a very clever song. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, I don't I don't think that this necessarily applies to you because as far as I know, I don't think you're a very big Tim McGraw fan. But as somebody who grew up listening to Tim McGraw and has had some like special moments in her life to Tim McGraw songs, mm-hmm. um, it's I think it's a really clever thing, a, a clever idea to 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 say, like, when you think. When you think Tim McGraw, I hope you think like I hope you think of me when you hear this person. I hope that when you hear this, you go back to what to to this moment. So, I I mean, it's one of my favorites. I think it's a I think it's a good song. Haley, yeah. What if I told you this song was not about Tim McGraw at all? Um, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> That you know, <laughs> I mean, I don't know how it's not, but okay. Let's get it to it, Haley, because this one is gonna be a classic. Okay. All right. So, released on June nineteenth, two thousand and six. Okay. I didn't know. I didn't know how old this song was, but it's two thousand six song here. Yeah, this is like. 14 years old? Almost 14 years old. Going to be that next two months from now. Two months from now. Uh, Format it was released on was CD single and digital download and 7-inch vinyl. Mm -hmm. Which I'm pretty sure if you own a 7-inch vinyl of this song, that probably is worth a good bit of money. Probably. Um, Recorded in 2006 at the Quad Studios A and Sound Cottage. Do you know? Do you know what Quad Studios A is at? Because that's in Nashville. Uh, no, I can't. I can't say I do. I, I really wonder. I really hoped you knew what I was at because I never heard of that one. Yeah, I've I've never heard of. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've never heard of that. My mom, my mom almost walked into uh, my my area, my recording space here. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, we are recording from home because we are responsible. Yes, unlike our governor, but what? Who said that? (laughs) Yes, we are not recording in the studio today. We are responsible, so we are separate, and that's why from time to time, you might hear Haley maybe go out a little bit because she's not in a very cellular-friendly area. You know, I've I have unplugged the house phone, so the Wi-Fi should be good. Okay. But I do live out in the boonies, and yes. it is truly not the best cellular friendly area. Not the best cellular friendly area. Um, the genre is country music for the song, of course. And the length of the song, surprisingly, and you're gonna get into. And you'll understand why I say surprisingly in just a few. Mm-hmm. But three minutes and 54 seconds. Okay. 
Now, does it feel like it's that long to you? Because that's that's one of my um, longer songs. Um, I mean, I no. This is this is different for me in that like a few of our like several of our other songs feel like they go on forever and ever and are hey, a lot it's longer a, than that. It's a minute longer than Drake started from the bottom. Yeah, I I can't believe that. <laughs> That's crazy. A, a tire minute longer. Let's see it. It's yes, a tire minute. Literally an entire minute longer than Drake started from the bottom. This yeah, no. That I mean this doesn't feel quite this doesn't feel as long as started from the bottom. So I appreciate yeah. that. I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that that it doesn't feel as long as it is. A label it's released under. And big Machine. Big Machine Records. One that would come to be a regretted one. Uh-huh. The, the songwriters on this song was Taylor Swift and Liz Rose, mm-hmm. which I think Liz Rose still writing hit songs to this day. Yes. Um, this is, but I will say this is one of the, this is the first, oh goodness. This is the only album where every song like this particular Taylor Swift album is the only Taylor Swift album where every song is co-written. Okay. Huh. Most of her other albums, she has at least one, if not more songs that she just, just wrote herself. Really? Okay. Okay. Cool. And produced on the song is Nathan Chapman. Hello, Nathan. All right, so let's dig into the to the guts and glory of the song. Yeah. Um, is there enough conceived by Taylor Swift in her mathematics class her freshman year at Hendersonville High School? Mm-hmm. For those folks that aren't from the Music City area, much like we are, Hendersonville is a town that is right above Nashville. Yep. And was home to Taylor Swift from, I believe, her middle school age onward. Yep. Um, she knew at the time that she was going to be breaking up with her boyfriend as because she was a senior. I mean, she was a freshman. He was a senior. Ooh, scandalous. So she knew she was going to be breaking up with her boyfriend at the end of the year. Damn, you know, I don't know about you. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? Let me just ask. Was okay. there like a bit of a stigma about a freshman girl dating a senior guy whenever, like if, when you were in high school? When I was in high school? Yeah. Um, Because there definitely was like for our school, like if a I, freshman girl was dating a senior guy. What would be, what do you mean, like, when you say stigma, what do you mean by that? Like, uh, like, ooh, that's, I mean, like, it, it was kind of like, isn't she kind of young for him? Uh, when I was a freshman in high school, I didn't really hang around. My first two years of high school, I only hung around, like, I only hung around a certain group of people mm-hmm. and we were getting into things that was not girl related. Okay. <laughs> not going to admit to anything here, but it might have been criminal activity upon the uh, 
I'll talk the little uh, little kid stuff. You know, nothing nothing serious. Okay. But you know, it was it was little kid things. So let's say me and OJ Sitzer were late in the in the uh little kid time of our life. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah, so we really didn't really I didn't really know any girls that was getting that was really dating seniors and digging seniors and stuff like that. I'll... Well, let me ask you in a different way. If, like, when you were a senior, say you had, like, a, a friend that was dating a freshman, was that kind of... I would never have had a friend. I literally looked at freshmen as little kids. Literally. Exactly. Any, anything that was not... Anything that was not a junior. And junior was... Uh, was, was... Certain people were accepted when there was a junior. Okay. I mean, I remember, because I wrestled at the time, I remember that I was looking at, like, people that was on a wrestling team that were, like, juniors and sophomores as, like, people I was mentoring to be, like, the next people for us. Okay. People to replace us, so. That's, I I think that's more my point, like. Oh, okay, I see what you're getting at now. Yes. Okay, yes. Like a guy, like a freshman dating a senior, or a senior dating a freshman. What I'm saying is, doesn't that did did that would that have seemed kind of weird to you back then yes if i i get what you're getting at now yes if it was if it was if i was in the guy's <laughs> shoes yeah i would 100% not have done that yeah cuz that was the case at my high school too where it's like oh my god that freshman that freshman dating a senior what well, I can see it at your high school it even being worse because you went to a close knit high school. Yes. Yeah. Well, mine was a little bit bigger, so it was like a freshman dating a senior was really, really weird. Okay, I'm I'm gonna kick it to you this way. What about a high schooler dating a middle schooler? Oh, that that would have never happened at my school, no. Oh, well if it, it did if it did, it would not have been known about. It happened at my high school. Wow. And it was actually one of my best friends at the time in middle school. Started, you know, quote unquote dating, but like didn't, I don't even know what that would consist of at that time. Mm -hmm. Um, A high schooler that rode our bus. I think he would have been a junior at the time. Wow. Well, let's get out some, the statutory rape aspect of this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so she was a freshman, yes. and then and he yes. was a senior, and she knew that it was going to be ending soon. Yes, so yes, obviously, already this song is about statutory rape. Mm-hmm. We should already we should already admit that already. The song's about statutory rape already. Oh dear God! <laughs> so, are you still judging this song as a good song? Right um, now? I mean. Here's we I didn't we don't we didn't know that when it came out and I Oh, I mean she she does not hide it at all. Well <laughs> she, she totally does not hide the fact that she was a freshman dating a senior in high school. Ooh. <laughs> she she never hid that fact once. <laughs> it wasn't like I had to look it just wasn't like I had to look through multiple sources sources to see. Yeah, that was just something that was there. <laughs> that was what she. We're gonna get into it in a second, but that is how she advertised the song. Okay. By the way, 
so yeah. So Taylor Swift then she left her school that day to go to her after school job, which was, and how cool is this of a after school job? She was writing songs for Sony in ATV Music. Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty awesome. I mean, for people at home that don't know, Sony Music pretty much owns pretty much the rights to all your favorite artist songs. Yeah, doesn't matter who you doesn't matter who you who you think who you thinking of. They own the rights to them. Yeah, it was just a, like a ton of of songs. They had a quarterly revenue just earlier this year of $9 billion in quarterly revenue. Holy crap. Quarterly. That's four months revenue was $9 billion. (laughs) So, yeah. If you like K-pop, if you like Travis Scott, if you like uh, Maren Morris, Taylor Swift, any of these people, (laughs) if you like them, they own the rights to their music. So, with that said, she was writing songs for them, and her favorite song at the time was Can't Tell Me Nothing by Tim McGraw. Okay. So, she was thinking about this song, and she was thinking of what songs remind, what what stuff reminds me of my relationship with my boyfriend? And she decided to write down Can't me not, Tell Me Nothing About Tim McGraw amongst the other things that she mentions in the songs as well. Mm-hmm. So that's how the song got the title Tim McGraw. Okay. So not about Tim McGraw at all. Well, I, I mean, I know that the song is literally not literally about Tim McGraw. Like she's not saying this stuff to Tim McGraw. Yeah, but I'm saying is that literally it's... Tim McGraw's only a very brief poor, brief mention of the song. It's if if she liked another song that was not by Tim McGraw, but that was not by Tim McGraw. Let's well, say it, if Dolly it Parton. Dolly Parton. It would have been something else, but it happened to be Tim McGraw. Okay, so you still hold. So you still hold strong to that one. Yes, I do because okay. it's the okay. it's I it's the idea. Of someone telling someone, when you think of this, I hope you think of me. Like, it could have been anything. It could have been something else that was relevant in their relationship. I don't know. Like, when you think of frozen yogurt, uh, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Because they went and got frozen yogurt that time. When you think of frozen yogurt, I hope you do think of me. Because I really do like frozen yogurt a lot. Um, I actually didn't know that, so I probably won't think of you. Really? Yeah. yeah. There's not really that many frozen yogurt places anymore. It used to be a real big thing for a while. There was a boom. It was right around when I was a junior in high school. Like a, yeah, like a junior in high school. There was a frozen yogurt boom, and then it was, and then it, then it just went away. Just went away? Yeah. Um, so... With that said, the song was written in 20 minutes, much like another famous song of hers at the time, our song. Okay. Both songs were written in 20 minutes. Uh, afterwards, Scott Bachelor? Bar- 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 Borchetta. Borchetta, excuse me. 
Scott Forchetta, who's the CEO of Big Machine, signed Taylor Swift to his newly formed company, Big Machine Records. Yes. And that relationship was made, which has now turned into a uh, uh, enemy on the likes of Targaryens and Snows. Yes. And, uh, excuse me, <laughs> Starks. Yes. <laughs> Targaryens and Starks. It is. It is just about that. <laughs> oh God! It is one. So yes, are you? Uh, so uh, oh, by the way, when she mentioned the song, the Scott. Borchetta. Borchetta. She mentioned, you know, gave him, gave him what the song was about and did, you know, sung the song to him. And he said instantly, that is your debut single. Yeah. Which she was surprised at because she thought it may be just like an extra song on the album. She mm-hmm. didn't think it was a debut single, but he said, that's the debut single. And there it was made. I mean that that doesn't shock me at all because this is this is a song that a lot of girls in my age like basically someone in my demogra- in the demographic that I am in oh my god <laughs> we just like latched onto this song Well since you're lashing onto the song Haley yes get ready for some key lyrics I'm ready all right, so key lyrics to the song, which this has now become a fad. I think this is the third or fourth week that I've had to not be able to even been able to write down key lyrics because the lyrics are too short. <laughs> which, by the way, this song is three minutes and 54 seconds long. Let me remind you about that, okay, Haley? Yeah, I know, I know. Okay. So the song starts off with the first verse. Oh, I I know that. I know the first words. So you know the first words. Yeah, I do. So are you ready to hit, hit some key lyrics yourself then? I'm ready. Get it. Get go ahead and hit us with that first lyric, first verse. It starts off with this. He said the way my blue eyes shine put them Georgia stars to shame that night. I said that's a lie. That is it. After that, she goes, just a boy in a Chevy truck that had a tendency of getting stuck on the back roads at night. And I was right there beside him all summer long. And then the time we woke up to find that summer gone. And that's the first verse. Then she goes to the chorus. But when you think Tim McGraw, hope you think my favorite song, the one we the one we dance to all night long, the moon like a spotlight on the lake. When you think happiness, hope you think that little black dress. Think of my head on your chest, in my old faded blue jeans. When you think Tim McGraw, I hope you think of me. So then we get into the second verse. September saw month of tears and thanking God that you weren't here to see me like that. But in a box beneath my bed is a letter that you never read from free summers back 
it's hard not to find it all a little bittersweet. And looking back at all of that, it's nice to believe that she gets into the mm-hmm. course. And then after that comes a bridge where she goes, and I'm back for the first time since then. I'm standing on your street, and there's a letter left on your doorstep. And the first thing that you'll read is, when you thank Tim McGraw, I hope you thank my favorite song. Someday you'll turn your radio on and hope it takes you back to that place. And that's when she goes into the chorus mm-hmm. again. And then she goes into an outro, which says, He said the way my blue eyes sign put those Georgia stars to shame that night. I said, that's a lie. With Haley's favorite lines. Mm-hmm. So, that's it, Haley. That's it. That's the entire yeah. song. Three minutes Three minutes and 54 seconds. I'm so sorry if y'all can hear my dog going crazy right now. I think someone's delivering something. Rosie feels very strongly about this song no I think this you know I think she's thinking it's another podcast and she's trying to get a John Ramsey probably Rosie it is the it is you're on the wrong podcast Rosebud Mm -hmm. wrong one dude where's my killer that is Thursday yeah Thursdays Rosebud Thursdays Rosie geez (laughs) <laughs> all right so what do you what are your concepts right here what do you what do you think um i still f- i have a really nostalgic feeling about this song this was this okay. was back when i you know this was back really in the beginning this was real when i first either first started high school or i think i was just coming out of middle school one of the two and you know it it's just it, it it hits me right in the feels and it, it reminds me of my youth. So it's just a, it, I think everybody has those songs that just remind them of being, being like a teenager. This is mm-hmm. one of those songs for me. Okay. So it ain't well to you. I think it I think it ages really well because I think well I think it, the people that she was trying to get to with this song um I think that they they connect with this um mm-hmm. I think they connect with this Okay Okay I just, I, I, it is a, it is rather long, the song, even though it does not feel long. So I think, besides the statutory rape factor. Yeah. Hey, do you, I think that, do you mind if we take a really quick technical break? Something's going on with Rose, but I need to find out what's going on. Okay. We will come back after you uh, are done with Rosie, but. Yes, I'll be right back. Okay. Hello. Hello. 
Okay, well, we are back. We are back. Um, so, let's get into some Haley Knows. Yes, Haley Knows. All right, it's time for our segment, Haley Knows. Yes. Now, for the people that are just now getting to our podcast... Maybe you might be listening. Maybe you might be listening. Going, I'm a Taylor Swift fan. I want to see what they say about my girl. Well, Haley knows is where we talk about the Billboard charting of the Hot 100 for the time period of Taylor Swift's Tim McGraw peak. Yes. When did this peak? I feel like it peaked quite a while after it came out. Let's see here. Well, we're going to talk first to some of what other chart performances it had. Okay. Um, on the U.S. Hot Country Songs, it peaked at number six. Okay. And on the year-end chart, it peaked at, it ended at 59. Oh, wow. It was top, what, so, so, you know, didn't do too bad at all. Now, its peak came in January 13th, 2007. So it was about a year after the song was released. About, uh, about over, like, over a little over half a year after the song was released. And it peaked at 40 on the Hot 100. Which I was surprised at. Haley, are you there? I am there. I'm just, I'm listening. I'm surprised at that myself. I would have thought it would have been higher than that. Yeah, so I was very surprised that it came at 40. Yeah, that's that's kind of a surprise. So, it's peak at 40, and uh, you might not be surprised if you hear what some songs were that was ahead of it, though. Okay. Because... Until we get until we get into Haley knows, we have some examples of some of the songs from that year, just to give you kind of like a hint at what was happening around that time, and also give me some help in trying to figure out what these songs are. So right in front of it at thirty nine was a song that, come on, how is this not a number one hit song in the nation? It was OK Go with Here It Goes Again. Oh my gosh! <laughs> a, a video that probably will go down as one of the most memorable videos in history. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, at 37 is a, is a song that you may like to see on the podcast one day. Is Snoop Dogg featuring R. Kelly with That's That? I can't say that I've ever heard that song. Let's see. I, I know how much you love some R. Kelly, so. Yeah. Maybe get on that one there. Uh, at 34 was Justin Timberlake, but what goes around comes around. Oh, yeah, that was my jam. At 32, a song that I'm pretty sure was played at almost all high school dances at the time. 
was Little Scrappy featuring Young Buck with Money in the Bank. Ooh, you know what? I can't say I've ever heard that either. Really? Yeah. A Nashville local, Young Buck. I know, I know, I know. I think, see, when I hear Money in the Bank, there's a there's a country song that comes to mind first. Okay. Well, at 31 is a song that I'm sure that you heard of because I would say it's probably one of the most quoted songs in recent hip-hop history. Okay. Fat Joe featuring Lil Wayne bringing in, ushering the era of, the era of Make It Rain. Oh, yeah. I definitely know Make It Rain. Mm-hmm. Uh, make It Rain. At 29, we'll say goodbye. Okay. And at 27 is Sierra with. With what? Christina Aguilera, who I. Christina Aguilera? For a second there. I don't know what happened there. Yeah, that was weird. Okay, at 23, it is Christina Aguilera, who I famously uh, got confused with Sierra the other day, I believe. Yes, you did, and they sound nothing alike. <laughs> at 22 is a guy that I'm what still was, surprised you what was have the, not. What was the Christina Aguilera song? Hurt. Oh, you didn't hear that part? No, I did not. Oh, it's hurt. Okay. Ooh, that's a song. Well, at 22, right above it, is a guy that I'm still surprised you have not released this podcast yet. John Mayer with Waiting on the World to Change. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, ooh, yeah. And at 20, a person that, uh, a group of people that you love, that you say you kind of feel like they get kind of uh, a disjustice to him. Okay. Nickelback with Far Away. Yeah, um, Far Away is a really good song, and Nickelback is not a bad band. I'm saying it right here and now for everyone to hear. Um, They don't suck. They don't suck. (laughs) (laughs) Personally, I think it is an absolute tragedy what what people have done to them. <laughs> oh, God. At 19 is a song that I, I still don't understand to this day how it, how this song was a Billboard charting song. Okay. Weird Al Yankovic with White and Nerdy. Oh, come on. It's Weird Al. But it is. Look at me, I'm white and nerdy. <laughs> it has to be one of the highest charting parody songs. Uh, that's truly a parody song. Yeah, you, know, you got other songs. You know, you got other songs that are parody songs, but you know, this one is is truly, truly, truly a parody. Meant to be a parody song. Yes. Um, uh, we have at eighteen a song that I like a lot. Snow Patrol with Chasing Cars. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, I like that song. 
it's a great song. I've been re I've been watching Grey's Anatomy and mm-hmm. Chasing Cars is like Chasing Cars was the soundtrack for a very emotionally charged uh Grey's Anatomy moment. moment. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, at seventeen we have a song that we might have to do one day. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we'll do it or not. Controversial in the sense of the lyrics, but not really the song. Carrie Underwood's Before He Cheats. Oh, okay. Uh, I gotta be honest. I don't know that that's a that's a hit contender. Uh, you know, God, the, the lyrics are controversial, right? I don't really. I I don't remember there being controversy around the lyrics. Just to be I honest. mean, I, I was just not controversy around the lyrics. It's not controversy around the lyrics of this song that is about an 18 year old dating a 14 year old. Well, <laughs> but there should be. <laughs> but I mean, we can't support domestic violence on this podcast, right? But it's not really domestic violence. Haley, if you, um, Put the keys to somebody's car that well, is of your that's spouse. <laughs> it is domestic violence. I don't know what category you put that in, but it is categorized as domestic violence. I, well, I mean, I think it's, I don't know. I at, mean, 16, uh, at 16, we have. That bird God. chirping again. That's that number 16. We have that bird chirping. It will be, uh, could be, uh, That's love, a... <laughs> love compared to what we have here. Because <laughs> we have a high school classic song, Unk with Walk It Out. Ooh, I hate, I hate that song so much. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. That song is at 16 there. Yikes. Yes. Um, let's see here. We have at 14, Ludacris fe- featuring Pharrell with Moneymaker. Okay. Oh, yeah. This, this is at the time where Ludacris was just making just making terrible hits. songs, and he was getting hits. It was hits. It's like this is like the low point of his career, but at the same time, the high point of his career, because it's like when he made his most money. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I like Moneymaker. <laughs> Shake okay. your Moneymaker like somebody about to play you. <laughs> Let's just say, lyrically, he has a lot better lyrical songs than Moneymaker. Oh, but it's a catchy song. No, it's catchy, yes. At 13, we have a song that peaked that day. And I'm surprised I only peaked at 13 because it's a great song, "My Chemical Romance" with "Welcome to the Black Parade." Oh, I'm not I'm not shocked that it only peaked at 13. Uh, I don't know. I love me some "My Chemical Romance." Oh, I do too. Don't get me wrong, but I'm not shocked that it only ended up at that place. You you're not shocked that that peaked at 13, but you're satisfied with white and nerdy being being ahead of it when it peaked. I'm not. Look, I'm not. <laughs> I think you're getting the chart performance mistaken with personal feelings. Uh, at 12, we have a song that would soon become number one, and that is Justin Timberlake's "Sexy Back." 
Hell yeah. <laughs> that is an amazing song. <laughs> so now we crank it to the top ten here. Okay. At eight, we have... I forgot what you did on the last episode. <laughs> I forgot what you had did. It was something. I can't remember what he did. But we have the the All American Rejects with it ends tonight. Oh yeah. Yeah. What, what did he do the last episode? That was so funny. Um uh-huh. I one of my guesses for one of the top songs was Gives You Hell by All American Rejects. Um but I also mentioned that my church used the song Dirty Little Secret as like a... No, you did something. No, that is not what it was. You did something that was relating to All American Rejects, which was something else. I can't I, remember. I, I guess that Gives You Hell was one of the top songs, and I think that's what you're talking about. No, it wasn't that. It was something else. Those were the only two <laughs> things I did about All American Rejects. <laughs> I'm going to have to go back and listen to the episode because it's something. Go back, listen to the episode because I know that it's one of the, it's, it's the, it's me guessing them. That is what it was. At seven, we have Jim Jones with We Fly No lie. You know it. (laughs) Which, by the way, when you look at the billboard charts for this day, if you look at what the, have you ever looked at the billboard charts before? Yeah. When you look at the side, it like shows you the artist, like art, uh, clip art or whatever. Mm-hmm. For Jim Jones, we fly high. Instead of having Jim Jones, it has like a punk rock. Oh, that's, band from, that like, is the that's great. <laughs> like, if y'all don't know what Jim Jones looks like, he looks like. A rapper. <laughs> he looks like a rapper. <laughs> he looks like that's the only thing he could have been occupied as was a rapper. Yeah, there's there's no mistaking him for a punk band. <laughs> and I'm thinking, I don't know if this, I I don't know what punk band it is, but it looks like it might be a. Uh, oh, that White. is hilarious. <laughs> White Stripes. Nothing in common. But, <laughs> it's really weird. They got the clip art on this song. Wrong. Totally wrong. But <laughs> um, at six, another really great hit song from Justin Timberlake. It is featuring Ti with My I love. love. Yes, that's, that's a really good, really song. good, really song. good song. That's Justin Timberlake at his like peak. Yes, it is. It is. That was a really good song. So now, Haley, we get into the yeah. top five. This is where you will now try to get yes. the top five of this time. I will do my best. And I'm going to tell you right now, there's a few songs in here that you have mentioned oh, before. Oh, okay. And I would say that this is probably one of the most predictable top fives that I've seen okay. in a while. Because I I remember this time period of listening to music and pretty much all these songs are songs that I've heard of before, which which usually is not something that I really relate to when yeah. we're doing Haley Knows. So, okay. let's see. 
So can you can this you tell t- me what week this is again? This is January thirteenth, two thousand and six. January thirteenth, two thousand and six. And at five, yes. And at five, we have a rock song, uh, a pop rock pop song. rock song. Wait, I have a question. I'm mm-hmm. kind of confused about something. You said okay. that Tim McGraw was released on June. In June of two thousand six. Oh wait, is it? Do I switch? Oh, two thousand seven. Okay. I was, me. I was like, what? Okay, so this is January of two thousand seven, and you say it's a pop rock mm-hmm. song. That's at number five. Yes. Does it happen to be by Fallout Boy? No, it's not okay. by Fallout Boy. Close is up. it by Panic at the Disco? Nope, it is the fray. Is it how to save a life? Remember them? Okay, how to save a life? Yes, it is. So you know, it's the fray. You got you got one of the two parts okay. here. So at four, we get into a nice little pop rap pop song. Rap. And I'm gonna guess it's one that you really like a lot. I'm gonna guess you like this song. Okay. Um. Ooh. Okay. Let me think. Let me think. Just think of two thousand. Two thousand seven. There's a guy who's peaking in his career, making enough money that he he might say he doesn't have to ever work ever again. Um. Is it Usher? Nope. It is a good guess, though, because it is Akon. Is it Smack That? Feature, featuring Snoop Dogg with I Wanna Love You. I Wanna Love You? Mm-hmm. Can you remind me of how You that don't goes? know that song? Really? You don't remember I Want to Love You? I think Akon? I would know it if I heard it, but right now, I can't. I don't hear anything in my head. Wow. I was 100% backing on that. You would love that song. How does it go? I, I don't I don't want to sing it because then I'm embarrassed myself. Okay, well, I'll, I'll find it afterwards. It's not going to sound as good as Akon. <laughs> Just, just look it up. Okay. You almost got started there. I almost got it. Then I was like, I'm gonna embarrass myself on this podcast. I do not sound nowhere close to good as Akon. But I mean, really? I wanna love you. You already know. Oh yeah, I wanna love you. You already know. Oh yeah, I know that now. Okay. Uh, so now we move okay. to number three. Yeah, maybe you might have already guessed this song. Really? Yeah, it's a it's another pop, pop rap, rap song. song. Uh, mm-hmm. it, I mean, is this by Usher? No, it is Akon featuring smack Eminem that. with yeah. Smack That. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he had back to back in the top five. Top five, which, by the way, I want to love you. Uh, 
eventually peaked at one and it was going going Whoa. down one. and smack that was going up to what it peaked was at was two. Dang. See smack that I'm way more familiar with I wanna love you. Mm. Oh God I wanna love you is a really great song. Smack that's is a, that's a hit. Look back and happen. watch me smack that all <laughs> on the floor. That's a it, that is a that's a hit song that is just waiting to happen. Well, it's gonna be a while before we cover it, but that's oh my god, Kip, I think smack that might have been a ringtone of mine at the time. I would not doubt it, which is also <laughs> f- hilarious because you were very. Really, I mean, I wasn't <laughs> that much. <laughs> <laughs> you were going to church meetings where you listen to all American region. And is that okay. does that in and of itself sound very churchy? <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> well, let's move on to number two, which is a song that you have guessed before on okay. recent episodes. And you is a person that you said pretty much has created our podcast. So I'd be very surprised if you don't get oh. this one. <laughs> you said they that this person pretty much created our podcast? Yes, this person is a honorary uh, creator of the podcast. Is it Fergie? It is, is Fergie. it Fergalicious? It is Fergie yes! Fergalicious. Yes! <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> she, oh god. she definitely is an honorary co-founder. It is an honorary co-founder. Very I think we could just go ahead and say that all of the members of the Black Eyed Peas are honorary co-founders of this podcast. Oh, they are. We definitely, we definitely give them. We yeah. definitely give them props. If we ever, if this podcast ever gets popular, it's gonna be like how how did this get made? Did with uh, with uh, God, whatever the guy's the, name the is, the guy from the room. Yeah. Yes. What it's gonna be like that? Where we're gonna or give when all props uh, you talking you two to me got to actually interview you two. Uh, Haley, get out of here. Hey, you can't <laughs> say anything because it's Adam Scott and Scott we, we Ackerman, okay? Oh, God. Let's go with number one. Number one. A, a classic. classic. Number one, a classic. A person that has been featured on our podcast before. Mm. I'm thinking. Can you give me the genre? Can you can you give me the details that you normally give me? R&B. Oh, mm-hmm. I mean, I I don't know. Who Haley? You're gonna be upset when you miss this one because it is Beyonce. With irreplaceable. Oh, I hate that song. I don't know how you. Yeah, I just, I, I just wasn't thinking. 
Beyonce with Fairy replaced what? Written number by one, Neo, dude. actually. Written by Neo. One you already talked about on the podcast. I know. Mm. So, you you did you did decently well. You've done better on Haley Mills, but you just yeah, decently well. Yeah, I did well fairly on well. I did. I think I did pretty well. The fact that I got yeah. like a full a full guess with both the artist and the song. You did two. You did two. Two or five. I think I did good. I think I did good. <laughs> Well, with that said, let's get back okay. to Taylor Swift's Tim McGraw. Last little final points. Do you feel any differently about the Mm-mm. song? Are you are you still like I'm a I'm a lover of this statutory um, song? Yeah, I'm unchanged. I'm unchanged because <laughs> you know this song makes me think of. It just, it just makes it's. She honestly, honestly says it right there in the song. It gives me kind of like a bittersweet feeling, um, and it just mm-hmm. it makes me, it makes me think about being a, you know, little. It makes me think about being like a sixteen-year-old girl and my crush's car, and he and he puts on a Tim McGraw song, and yeah. Again, not well, sixteen saying, years old. <laughs> it makes me think of that, but it should make you think of a thirteen to fourteen old girl. <laughs> think of her well, I, I wasn't aware of that at the time. So. <laughs> that all that being said, I am still unchanged because it's a. I think it's a. <laughs> cleverly written song. All right. Well, with that said, time to get into hit mm-hmm. of the week. So, Ellie, what are your, some of your hits of the week this this upcoming week here uh, or last week? Ew. I mean, do you want me to be honest with you? I don't really have okay. very many. I don't really have any because... I this past week I was listening to a lot of the same stuff, so um, I'll just I'll say that I I'll kind of do a self plug again here. My Spotify playlist, Escape from Corona, it uh, that's really what I was listening to last week. It is, I think it's great. Okay. Uh, my hit of the week, uh, is, uh, pretty much, I'm doing a self-plug here myself, uh, come out with two podcasts that is going to be debuting tomorrow. We'll see if, uh, what, pe- what place to pick it up. I know it's going to be on Anchor app. Um, one is going to be Riot, a podcast about riots. And we're going to do mostly America-based. We'll see if we ever can stand other countries. But right now, I think it's just going to be more American-based. Uh, and then, I'm also bringing out If Wrestling Was Fake, which will be my podcast about reviewing. Woo-woo! 
WWE specifically, specifically WWE. Uh, I don't really watch enough AEW to be able to keep up with it. This to review, do a podcast review on AEW. So, for people at home that are thinking about AEW, I'm not a big, I'm not sold on it yet. I gotcha. And uh, and uh, that's the podcast. That's my little self plug right there. Uh, you know, give out more, give out more uh, factors and features about it as uh. You know, I've produced more yeah. and more episodes. So, yeah. So, mm-hmm. with that said, Haley, uh, that was, that's yeah. my hit of the week. Um, I'll say I do, I, I have an upcoming, have an upcoming episode of That's a Hit that I am taking the reins on this next time. Um, I'm a lot of the music that I have been listening to has kind of been in researching that episode. So, um, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, you know, just kind of heads up. We're kind of switching it up next week. Okay. Yeah. Our next episode. Cause we might do, might record an oh, yeah, episode this Thursday. Yeah. I mean, this Wednesday. Yeah. Well, the next episode that comes out, it'll be a bit of a switch up because I, am taking the reins on that episode. Okay. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Yes, so now we're going to try to go bi-weekly with the podcast, so hopefully uh, we can get it two two episodes in this week and, you know, try to get y'all much entertainment as we can during this uh, time period. You know, a lot of people are looking for entertainment and, you know, uh, Try our best to get some entertainment. Besides that, uh, besides my two podcasts, also, dude, where's my killer? Is uh, almost finished up on uh, SLA. This is true. I'm very excited to get, get to the. To before we fin- before yeah, we I'm. I'm, in, I'm excited to get to the finale of that one. Okay. Well, let's just say the episode this week is going to be a doozy, but that's what yes. podcast. So with that said, Haley, I guess that's 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 it for yeah, this, this that's week. it for that's a hit this week. Okay, well, mm-hmm. Haley, anything else you want to say to our listeners before before we um, peace out? Yeah, there is. Uh, Pink is just one person. Oh wow. That's your new outro mm-hmm. here. All right. Well, mine's got to be is there really a difference between Secure and Christina Aguilera? Yes, yes there is. <laughs> See y'all next episode, Bye. everybody. However, there's one constant in the music business a hit is a hit. And this, my friend, is not a hit. Why? Christ, for reasons we couldn't comprehend or codify. Now go!